0: Well, our last podcast, which caught us just after the national title game, sounded so good we couldn't do that again. So we're back to the series of wells arranged next to each other, where we record most of our shutdown full casts, the least influential college football podcast on this college football blogosphere planet. Uh, I am Spencer Hall, editorial director of SB Nation and uh, founder of Every Day Should Be Saturday, joining me from Kennesaw, Georgia. As always, woo! (laughs) That 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 was wow! (laughs) The excitement is palpable for signing
1: day Uh, tomorrow. This is this is how I know that Jason is truly hip hop because his scheduled arrival he never shows up on time. Like you say, joining me now is, and then it takes him a few seconds to actually come out.
2: There are. By the way, you'll notice there. Well, because I never know if he's going to say my name or not.
1: <laughs> he, is, he, he never says your name.
2: Never. I've never said it. You check the tapes, Go back. Check the history. Do the history. Jason, you I, know. My name has been used on this, on this, on this show before. <laughs> you know
0: that beneath this veneer of southern hospitality, there lies a cold Nordic gene set, right? Like, uh, just my blood. I can't hug. I can't ever refer to people by their names. I have to ask them to do it
2: i don't know anyone's name i
0: I don't want to feel connected to you that's why the vikings went and left and pillaged and burned stuff because they didn't actually want to talk to each other
1: the only man i love is jimmy buffett (laughs) hey
2: hey (laughs) easy easy (laughs) back off of these scurrilous accusations sir See, I the thing is, Spencer doesn't love many things, but the things he loves, there's a fierce he passion. He loves. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Right.
0: Hey, I haven't bought a... I don't think I've listened to an entire Jimmy Buffett album since Banana Wind. <laughs> also,
1: Jimmy, you're Buffett, set after that.
0: Jimmy Buffett released an album called Banana Wind, which is really close to a digestive disorder.
1: And you listened to all of it.
0: Oh, I, I, you know what? I had to listen to all of it. I was raised in the cult.
1: It I think
2: it sounds like a knockoff Bed Bath & Beyond fragrance, where it's like, oh, shit, we made it too literal.
1: It could also be like a skeezy uh, resort for couples, where you're not sure if you're supposed to be swinging or not.
0: <laughs> I, I think it sounds like the translation of a Chinese intestinal disorder. Oh,
2: no, he has banana wind.
0: It's like, yeah, if
2: you run that through Google Translate a few times, you get like, dick fart.
0: Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> This is, this is how people in Papua New Guinea say literally say dick to bomb. They say banana wind. <laughs> She's caught the banana wind and is no longer rational. Uh, that's Jason Kirk by the way, how we get this intro into, into the full spin of a car crash our college football editor and savant at large. You knows that there's no cricket noises behind you tonight because you are inside there are two temperatures in your neighborhood. One Jason is walking around outside, and then the
2: current temperature, which is... Hell no, I ain't going outside. It's under it's under like 55 degrees out here. Yeah, nah, bruh. Just a big nah. nah.
0: Also, from beautiful Brooklyn, New York City, the capital of college football, joining us...
1: It's, it's me, it's Ryan. I don't know why we didn't do this last night when I was just <laughs> stuck in a Houston hotel. <laughs> that
0: would have made a lot of
1: sense. That instead, La Quinta had excellent Wi-Fi.
0: Instead, the La Quinta's is, is the La Quinta the most like I've made a mistake in life and that's why I'm spending the night there hotel or is there worse? And don't like you can't go single on me right? Like oh the Sheffield Inn on Exit no. 32 Red, owned Red... by Steve Sheffield. No.
1: Red roof. If you, uh, unless it's actually your only option, either because of geography or money, if you could stay somewhere else and you choose to stay in a red roof, you have given up.
2: Jason, you concur? Uh, I'm trying to think of the one I stayed at in L.A. recent or last year. It, what it might have been a red roof fan. Whatever it was, I, I rolled up and it was the parking lot was nothing but pickup trucks, which mm. kind of freaked me out in L.A. And then I looked up and it was nothing but. Big dudes and white beaters like leaning over the, the railing. Um, I'll try to recall of that the name of that <laughs> are one. You sure. Are to you make sure? sure you guys are able to go. Are you sure this wasn't a prison?
1: This was actually he was playing uh, he was in the Los Santos neighborhood of GTA. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty cheap prison.
0: They, yeah, well, you know, in minimum security. You can just drive up.
1: But prison,
2: prison usually usually costs a good deal of money once you really go through the whole process, but this one was pretty cheap. That's a a good question,
0: is prison or hotel? Just give the cost, the aggregate cost, and be like, local prison or hotel. You really have
2: to stay in a prison a long time
0: to get your money's worth.
1: The Yelp reviews on this prison are very good.
0: Yes, the the sheets, reasonably clean. Inmates, chipper. Housekeeping, bad marks. I would say that the Hampton Inn is actually where you've gone to make the greatest mistakes because you dare to pay for a little bit of luxury. Right. Yeah, where you say oh, I'm going to need some amenities
1: for this Yeah, sack. I think that that's like a double tree, right? Nope. Yeah, nope. Like,
0: oh, they give you a free sack of cookies. That's day one.
1: Nope, right? just a free sack. That's it.
0: Day day three, you're like, the free sack of cookies is the greatest thing in my life right now, and I've made mistakes. <laughs> that, there, that there's the Hampton Inn. You want to see uh, a, a segue from hell. I'm about to make that turn. Spending a lot of time in hotels. That's something coaches do this time of year. <laughs> turn that wheel. Damn, power slide around that <laughs> on ramp. Whew. whew, getting there. Mark Rich said he used to gain uh, like like easily twenty pounds in two months.
1: Is that from eating food at like parents' houses?
0: Yeah, yeah. This is apparently a thing in, uh, among coaches this time of year that they all anticipate. If you watch, the, like their hardest workout season is like between now. And their vacation in June because they all go to the beach and they have to look like semi presentable mm. when they take their shirts off because they're all ex jocks and they kinda know. They're not like they're not like normal people who are like, Well, it's just not gonna be pretty, y'all.
1: Well, just is what it is. There's some hair and some skin. That's all I got.
0: <laughs> just a big tube of meat and organs soaking up radiation on this I lo- beach.
1: I look like a child's drawing of a man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm like the potato man. Draw the potato man. There I am on the beach. But I paid to be here, dang it. Uh, yeah, they all gain like 20 pounds this time a year because all they've been doing for the past uh, two months, three months, is uh, running around, trying to coach at a bowl game, and recruiting young, impressionable men between the ages of 17 and 19 to come to their universities because tomorrow is
2: <laughs> National Signing Day. Now, what would the, if, if there were a fanfare for National Signing Day, a, trump, a trumpet's good because, you know, that's uh, the, the marching band could play it, but I'm trying to think if there would be a more, a more applicable sound.
1: It would be the modem sound when you accidentally call a fax machine yeah. on your phone. Yeah, own. that's
2: what it is. <laughs>
0: if, you want if you want something really fun to do tomorrow, just find out the fax numbers for another university and just start calling them or Sorry. hell send them shit yeah you know send them some spam send them like, uh send them a fine novel all hey, 328 man. pages
1: hey you interested in timeshares clemson
2: <laughs> james dabbo's like oh, well, but well, you know <laughs> actually you know work. that new harper lee coming out so i decided i decided to fax georgia tech to kill a mockingbird <laughs> you <Yeah, that's... laughs> had to on... catch back up <laughs>
1: Well, we're excited to sign Boo Radley. We think he's going to do some good things at tight end.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Scout has pretty good Scout rating. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> scout. Scout's big on Scout. They're real down on the Radley fan.
2: Yeah. Rivals hate Scout. <laughs> Rivals
0: hate not Worst character ever. I only give her one star. star character. It's a one star character, dang it. We, we weren't getting through today without making a few Harper Lee jokes, especially because, you know, she and Pat die. they're tight.
2: Yeah. Uh, Auburn
0: r- ruining everything. <coughs> Harper Lee, beloved Harper <laughs> Lee, beloved literary institution, distracted by decades
2: of Auburn fandom. <laughs> exactly,
0: that be, exactly that, that's it. Finally, finally, like she's like, I'm tired of being ruled by passion. I am no longer following Auburn football. I'm going to get down to it and finish my 20 manuscripts.
2: Or do you think it was, you know, she was having her weekly chat with Gus Malzahn, and he said, you know, listen, Harper. You just got to put the book out there. People are reading like, do we have a Gus Malzahn to thank for this?
1: I think, I think it was Christy. I think she like met Christy Malzahn and said, Oh no, I got to Oh, I should Goodbye. I, I'm busy. I can't hang out anymore. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, I,
0: I've i got this. It's, it's Will Muschamp. Cause what? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, God, it just, showed
1: it. It it just, just showed up. just showed up. Yeah.
2: Get shit done.
0: Exactly. And, you know, if Will Muschamp had anything to do with the production of that book, it's not going to be controversial in the least because he's incapable of generating offense.
1: (laughs) It only has seven seven pages. shouldn't need more than that. (laughs) Actually,
0: Gus Gus probably came to her and said, listen, this man's going to kill me in a year and I want to read your book, so finish it.
2: Like, how long is it? Oh, 17 to 13.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's not a yes, it is.
2: Yeah, though, that's 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 it.
0: Uh, so tomorrow is actually National Signing Day, which is when the young men of the future class of college athletes will, without any cash remuneration or benefits whatsoever, sign with one school or another. This this isn't something I get really excited about. I'll, I'll be honest.
2: Nope. Uh, I like it a lot because um, it's our last chance to have people click on our website. There's Without that. There's that. really being overly creative or really working all that hard. It's our last easy traffic day f- until late August, so I, I get pretty excited. Okay, about
1: I-, it. I do like it because it's Bud's time to shine.
2: Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you can just hear like, the guitars tuning up as he like, puts, on, puts on the boots and the straw hat.
1: Bud's bizarrely encyclopedic knowledge of every high school ever. oh yeah oh yeah they got they got a great home ec program at that school you wouldn't believe you wouldn't believe the pies they make
0: (laughs) this is this is truly his moment to shine because this is really this is like this is for bud every signing day it's garth brooks live 1994 on nbc it really is it's the double live it's live from Texas Stadium in Dallas. He comes out with actual rain on the stage as the thunder rolls. Right.
1: So when is when is Bud's Chris Gaines period?
0: Uh, you know, it's probably going to come up when Jimbo starts getting in trouble. That's that's a, that's called a dead period in the NCAA say, recruiting be, calendar. It,
1: it might be like Florida State in the ACC basketball tournament.
0: If you don't know who we're talking about, by the way, this is our recruiting expert and our Florida State blogger, Bud
1: Elliott. Man, I, I hope there's somebody out here who doesn't know about Bud and is just about to find out.
0: Yeah, he's, he's kind of like the Mao Zedong of the FSU fan base. And and on top of that, manages to occupy a lofty perch in the constellation of recruiting. Because he can't tell you everything about a recruit. And he can tell you weird things about a recruit. And will even alter his speech so that he's speaking recruit ease. For instance... You haven't lived until you've seen like. A, is he 6'3? You think that's fair? Six two,
1: but around there. yeah, six two probably. I would six, guess
0: six two. Yeah, I, I mean, Bud could guess this better than we could. He could because he can guess anyone's weight, even even women, which is always really fun. That's a great game to play with total strangers.
1: Unless the one caveat is if you are way too small to be a college football recruit, then he has no basis for you whatsoever. Yeah, there's
2: no framer. Uh, it must be a kicker.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What are you? Seven pounds? Nine pounds? He can't even. He can't even see you.
0: Yeah.
1: it's like yeah. some kind
0: of selective yeah. dinosaur sight. No, that's that's actually a that's a pylon.
1: What do you what do you mean? Mostly of nitrogen.
0: Yeah. Are are you a silicon based creature?
1: You just floating away. You appearing before me. In uh, my mind,
0: he's about ten years away from getting a D one scholarship offer. <laughs>
2: I'm thirty five.
0: <laughs> he will he will also do he'll also say things like like he will straight up walk to a kid and go. So uh which school do you think appreciated your swag the most? <laughs> and it works. It works. Like there's a seventeen year old kid in Miami who hears that and goes, Well, you know.
1: <laughs> it just starts his answer. <laughs> He's a genius. And you'll you see get, it. you get me. Yeah, you'll see
0: it, you'll see it Great. all on display tomorrow on, on SBNation.com when you tune. Live. Live. Freaking live. live. Dude, you get the bear in you get the bear in person. Get, I'm gonna
1: i am- I'm gonna ambush that live shoot. You should. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring pictures of all sorts of R&B superstars and ask Bud on live camera who they are.
2: Oh, yeah, because no, yeah, no, all the, the only the only music he understands these days is rap because he hears yeah. it every Friday night at recruit camps. <laughs> it's a really good way to stay on top of things. Feel like yeah, that's uh, that's Meek Mill. He's good. I'll yeah, like he knows him. he knows the songs and stuff, but R&B, I, I think that's that's going to be a major blind spot.
0: Um, that and and tomorrow you will also get this. This is a great part of the. Spectacle tomorrow on ESPN. Uh, who we got? We, they tried out Lugan right? We get a lot of Tom Luganville tomorrow. There's going to be a
2: lot of Lugs. Luke,
1: Tom what? Logan Bell DDS.
0: Yeah, Tom. Tom, former Georgia Tech quarterback. Which that's that's a sign that you're going to go on to do. You're you're going to go pro in something else. If you're a Georgia Tech quarterback, you're going to have to go do something else. That's what ah, is.
2: there was. Uh... Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> Um and also
0: Yeah.
1: There's Tom Bill.
0: There's see <laughs> see that's he went on to yeah. <laughs> that's true. It's George Gotsey. He went on to play for <laughs> Red, Reggie Ball, he he's he played in the NFL for a he, second. I think uh um,
2: wide receiver, there That's was it. one of them who was a uh, uh, practice camp safety for the Bills for a week.
0: Yeah, so like we said, we'll we'll see a plenty of a Georgia Tech quarterback on TV tomorrow. He's just going to be behind the ca- the uh, desk. That'll be Tom Luganbill. and like anyone else, really, tomorrow comes down to a couple of things. It comes down to a reading of the classes where we assemble Jan stars pile them up, and then say, wow, this team got X. And everybody was really impressed with it. And then we watch as teams completely screw up these rankings, and everybody gets very excited about them. For instance, 247 does something brilliant. If you are looking at the rankings, I think you can go ahead and pick out what I think is the most brilliant thing about their, their list of all class rankings. What do you think that would be, Ryan, if you are looking at them?
1: Oh my, <clears throat> I'm looking at it now and I have no idea.
0: I, I am so. Do you see those little arrows?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That is the most brilliant thing because they make them look like
1: stocks. They oh, make them look okay. like markets. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Like this is an actual quantifiable thing that amounts to something like science.
1: Yeah. You should buy, right now you should buy Miami. Oh yeah. You should sell. <laughs> you should,
2: you sell. should sell Florida. No, low. no, no! Buy low. Buy, you can't <laughs> no, no, get lower than Florida right now. As we're looking at this,
1: little...
2: Florida's stock. Oh, Florida price, has
1: jumped twenty-four. Florida's right.
2: stock price has doubled in the past week. They were in the seventies or eighties. Now they're in the forties, and they'll probably finish in the teens.
1: But why did you buy Florida in the first place? Is my question to you. Sadie. You're going to have
2: to ask Jim McElwain that.
1: Oh man, Florida! Florida's finally, finally ahead of Utah. Eat it, Utah. Finally ahead of Kentucky, bitch. Yeah, shit, we are gonna. Oh, the Utah, Kentucky, Maryland ahead oh, and of I'm, all. Of
0: them. And, I, and I'm talking shit. And guess who they're right behind? Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Oh. <laughs> Brutal. Well, look,
1: you know, and Georgia Tech already has its quarterback uh, of the future. So
0: yeah, it's, it's future Tom Luganville.
1: Oh God, we're so screwed. Just you guys like, are. You guys. You guys will jump
2: NC State.
0: I think we'll jump Cal. I'm that's, not optimistic.
2: That's disrespectful to NC State. I, I think honest. you guys will approach Mississippi State. Wow,
0: that's 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 pretty lofty. But keep in mind, by the way, that the other really funny part of this to me, like when you look at like teams moving up at the last second, they're teams that you wouldn't trust with. Uh, they're teams you wouldn't trust with anything. Like, man, UCLA is moving up. Oh, are they?
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that'll turn out really
0: well because
2: <laughs> buoyant optimisms work so well for them yeah ucla has a good chance to finish right around the top 10 okay <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> that that'll end well
0: <laughs> sure then there's then there's this which is and there's been a lot of research done okay and I, research is a real strong word for anything like college football but Uh, Matt Hinton, in particular, has looked for that correlation between whether you actually get people with stars, people that recruiting services really like, and your overall rate of success. And there is, like, there is a correlation. Ohio State won the national title this past year. They have a lot of people with lofty recruiting rankings on the roster. They do. So it's not entirely spurious. It is fun, though, to, to see these teams pile up massive, just amounts of talent and know the exact manner in which they are going to blow it for instance jason kirk who's our number two team
2: Uh, at the moment it's usc and there's a small chance they could finish number one yeah if they if they hit everyone tomorrow right right If, if if things line up just right usc could finish number one in february
1: it's gonna be the baddest eight and four team you ever saw. <laughs>
2: That's, that Sun Bowl is just gonna be filled with blue chips.
1: Oh man, so so many NFL memories of, <laughs> of Foster I, Farms Bowls uh, pass.
2: We're talking about taking down a top five Pac twelve team, losing to Washington State, which you can do with or without five stars, but it's more fun to do it with five stars. I always
0: feel like Mike Leach recruits via some sort of like social some sort of church social thing, you know?
1: It's a ra- It's a church raffle. Hey, you want to you uh, stop by? You wanna... Two dollars $2 and you can win a chance to play for Washington State or... <laughs> uh... It's see, probably yeah. like
2: he goes around to young people and asks weird questions and whoever gives him weird answers he's like, I gotta hang out with this <laughs> kid. Hey, um, uh, tell me uh,
0: what, what's your definition of a good dip? Cause you know dip's a tricky thing, you see? Cause uh, depends on the chip and what goes in it and the and, then, yeah, and, 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 and the, and the kids who just
2: the kids are just sort of stare at him or walk off, he's, he's like, huh, not a conversationalist, I see. Guess I don't want to hang out with that kid for four years.
1: Sacagawea accidentally invented the first dip. Yeah, but you not know, like. a lot like, of people know that.
0: You know, like, at one point, Wes Welker walked up and goes, hey, man, you know, like, I love dip. I mean, I think, but bean dips are overrated. You think so? Um, <laughs> you're a You're a starter. I think you're gonna you got a future here in Lubbock. What's we got a here? straight
2: shooter here with a lot of interesting ideas on dip. I'm gonna give him a scholarship. <laughs> Connor
0: Halliday just started answering questions about you know the Vikings when he started talking back to him, and he's like, "Hey, you want to bleed from your chest in the middle of a game? I'm gonna give you a scholarship. Come get Pete, <laughs> Come get the snot knocked out of you."
2: I would really like to see Mike Leach and uh, Angie Luck get in an argument about like medieval warfare. <laughs> they would. Oh come on! Like Andrew Luck is gonna be to passionate do it. and heated.
1: Siegecraft isn't all that it's made to be, really.
2: Well, that's <laughs> just that's just comical nonsense. Everyone knows you can't take a castle without proper siegecraft. This is this is just stupid.
1: Let me tell you
0: something about the cavalry and contact weapons. Ranks, Battle of Rance. Okay, Charles Martel. Yeah, that's that that's how Mike Leach determines the allocation of his scholarships. Another team that I and by the, And as is,
2: you can see, uh Washington State's arrow is going down.
0: <laughs> they are they are <laughs> plummeting at the moment. <laughs> Not quite like
1: Miami though. Plummeting. No, no, no,
2: no, no. <laughs> Nothing like Miami. No, no,
1: no. They got this. They got this. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Al Golden. you. Please. I like that
2: uh, uh, Miami true. currently has 18 commits, which you can say, oh, well, let's see. Yeah, it's the NCAA stuff. Oh, no,
1: no, no. That's, uh, no, that's no. done with. Uh, <laughs> they're,
2: just, they just, <laughs> they're just very selective.
0: It's they like,
1: they, they like on them, like, them Al Golden sanctions. It is. It's,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like Al Golden had wrote had to write down the grocery list on the back of a business card, and that's all the room he had. It's like, oh,
1: no, I only got rice and green onions.
2: <laughs> Guess it's kanji con- for weeks. <laughs> you can make a lot of seven and five with rice and green onions. <laughs> Watch me do it.
0: Uh, other, the other uh, amusing thing that in all of this, I always enjoy the accusations of cheating, which everybody, by definition, is cheating. There is nobody in that top twenty that does not have a lucrative benefits program for its athletes under the table. Well arranged. There's nobody in that entire list of teams that does not have your nice bumper package of goodies for when you sign with them, okay? I don't know.
2: Arizona State might not. Like, <laughs> like, like
0: hey, hey, bro. Do you think they just try to, do you think Tom Graham is trying to
1: cheap out in the
2: gift basket? Because I can he see that. He just I, gives
1: you whatever he finds in his pocket. I mean, like, how hard can it be to recruit to Arizona
2: State? Versus you know um, some of these other wonderful institutions ahead of you, <laughs> like, <laughs> why would you really have to cheat all that hard? I, You'd have to be kind of incompetent to not finish in the top 20 or so.
0: I, I mean, Arizona's either your thing or it isn't. Like, if you're just the kind of guy, like I know they're 18 year olds, and I'm going to make a bold statement here. Not every 18-year-old thinks the group pool party is you know like the top of civilization's achievements. Now most of them do. But not all of them.
1: You also have to consider how many parents really don't want their kid to yeah, go to Arizona yeah. State.
2: You have to be. Remember, the most... Yeah, but all you need is to find like 25 whose parents don't care. Yeah, look,
0: <laughs> which explains a lot about Arizona State teams over Just the Once year. a year, find 25
2: kids whose parents don't care. This is like the plot of
1: care. summer camp. Find or 25
2: feral children. Find 25 <laughs> kids roaming the woods. <laughs> hey, man. Who like parties. And you've got a signing class. Find Vonte's perfect. That's
0: who you need to find. <laughs> find an angry child who doesn't want to be near anybody he knows. Put him in the desert and let him kill people for four Good. years on a football N- field.
1: Now we've got Todd Graham raiding the foster system. Great job.
0: <laughs> Where did you find him?
1: He, hey, was on a, got he,
0: he was on a raft in the middle of the Pacific. Sur- <laughs> With a tiger. Surrounded by eight dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> tiger.
2: Yeah, it's, it's weird. He was all philosophical and shit. There was, there was this whale full of diamonds, and <laughs> there was this like cartoon tiger, and they got to the beach, and the tiger went to go play at, at the school down south.
0: Oh, that sounds like a movie, Todd Grimp. Yeah, Castaways. School. Castaways, just like that movie. Not like it's, that other It was movie. my dream movie. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: it's about so, dreams. Uh, so the only other thing that like, I enjoy the accusation of cheating. The school that will be accused of cheating the most based on their movement over the past couple of years in this top 15.
2: Uh, Let's see. UCLA? Tennessee.
1: Yeah, Tennessee Tennessee is surging.
2: Also, uh, Tennessee probably bringing in 60 plus kids this year and last year. Which even though the numbers work out fine, people don't like to see that. Yeah, they'll be like,
0: oh, we're signing. Because
2: they don't want to actually add up the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they need that, that that oversigning.com goofball is just gonna lose his mind when he actually looks at the roster counts for Tennessee.
0: Yeah, there's uh and uh, but Alabama, USC, Florida State, we're like, oh that's a pretty that's a pretty steady level of what we would consider, you know, like our, our, our usual cheating, right? We're like, uh ah, Tennessee's ramping up what they're doing here by getting up to that four spot. Clemson, staying steady, you got you know, Titans of the industry, LSU, Georgia, Ohio State, Texas. Uh, Notre Dame hanging at eleven. Look at you. I'm sure that's just.
1: I'm yeah, sure that that's usually
2: around where Notre Dame is.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure three of those kids won't transfer before classes start. <laughs> Listen,
0: if they, I'm sure that this being Notre Dame, you can probably bump them down five slots on infa- inflation alone.
1: Oh, what's that? Brian Kelly's a lot less friendly after you've signed with him. That's weird. He <laughs> it turns an entirely different shade. Huh.
2: Uh, another that is actually much higher than usual is Mississippi State, which is ahead of Ole Miss at this very moment. Uh, yeah, um, so About which, 10 more commits, which is probably why, but still ahead of Ole Miss. Yeah, the, the dynamic there being uh, the minute one edges in front of the other, y'all cheating! No, no, y'all cheating! Yeah, that's the funny thing. Anytime Ole Miss gets a commit, you see Mississippi State fans lose their mind. The, the hashtag that, I don't even know if it's an ironic thing that Ole Miss fans use at this point, but the hashtag, the network. The like, network. It, this idea that Ole Miss has like, these sinister boosters who are so far beyond anybody else's, and, uh, and yet Mississippi State is ahead in the rankings with more recruits.
0: <laughs> uh, gentlemen, I want you to go ahead and begin priming the list of questions. If you want to answer a question tonight. From our Twitter followers who are asking, I think, fairly good signing day questions tonight. Oh
1: you oh you want a signing day? Ugh, fine.
0: You can listen, you pick whatever you want. No, no,
1: it's it's fine.
0: I am going to go ahead and pick one here, which going to do It's the signing day fanfare. Done with fake trumpet. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the Ivy League has football. So I will start with the oddball question.
1: Mm, this, is a good, this
0: is a good one. Because Simmons Class, at Simmons Class, said, Columbia football has lost 21 straight games. Who should we hire to be the new head coach? Oh. <laughs> oh <yeah. laughs> so let's do the profile. It's an academically rigorous institution located in New York City. Check, check. It is uh, historically terrible at football. Like, this is not, I mean, 21 straight games is bad, but this is not actually the worst Columbia football has ever been.
2: Okay.
1: I'm All hearing right. Mark Mangino. <laughs>
2: wait wait you you locked in as soon as he said academic that's
0: that's a man who's definitely strong on academics uh so i'm looking at all of this and i am going to go ahead and say that there's a man who is a columbia alum he is currently unemployed follow me follow along Buzzin, Reg, Buzzin, Reg, Reg, Reggie Ball. No, no, even better, even better. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. He's Ivy League educated, but not, but not Columbia. Okay, but was a legend in the Ivy League.
1: Okay is is he is he from a better Ivy than Columbia?
0: Yes. Well, Ooh. yeah. Well, from- I just want to
1: make sure we're not getting some brown asshole in here.
0: Okay. The uh, <laughs> yeah, he's not from UPenn. All right. Take he's, that,
1: brown listeners.
0: He's not from Dartmouth. Can eat it, eat <laughs> it, Rembert. <laughs> I'm talking some shit about Dartmouth. That's basically Arizona State in the snow. Oh, shit. I know. Uh, he is, uh, he's got professional experience. Vast professional experience. Vast and inexplicable professional experience. As the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, the Chicago Bears, and as the defensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh. I think you know where I'm going with this. It's the man who must always be employed. By law, that's future Columbia head coach Dick Jerron.
2: College <laughs> Football
0: Hall of Famer, Dick Jerron. College Football Hall of Famer and legendary, uh, like, sub-five. He's got a 423 record <laughs> as a head coach. And he worked as a head coach for 10 years. 10. Like, what coach Wait, did, year? what? did
2: he only play like three games a year?
0: <laughs> no, 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 he was 10 years. It's amazing.
2: Sixty and eighty-two lifetime, continually
0: employed millionaire, fine for life. Dick Duron, future Columbia head coach.
2: Yeah, done. Count it. Great. All right. Your your question, Ryan.
1: Uh, okay. Oh, I just closed and I'm stupid. Here it is. Okay. Uh, this question comes from Emily Rios. She says, "In honor of the Super Bowl, what is the single worst play you've ever seen in person?" And I had to uh go back and confirm that it was the game that I thought it was. It was. This is from the 2003 Outback Bowl in which Florida lost to Michigan. And the last play of this game. uh, Mm, Vernell Brown. Vernell Brown, who is not, was not technically a quarterback on the Florida roster, or not a quarterback of any importance at least. uh, He got the last pass of the game with Florida down eight points at the Michigan 27 with a good, like, minute and a half still to play. They decided to give Vernell Brown the ball on what I think was sort of like a toss sweep where he uh, ended up throwing the ball, throws pick, and uh, three John Navarre kneel downs later. Michigan wins this stupid, crap-ass game. Mm. This was That was Rex Grossman's last game as a collegiate athlete, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that was. Rextasy's last ride. What is... <laughs> What a stupid way for a stupid man to go out. Thanks, thanks, Ronzuk. I think the the
0: worst football play I've ever seen was John Brantley throwing to quadruple coverage. Quadruple coverage.
1: Well, Please. that's not. You, you have to. This question is play singular.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, it, you're you're going to have to narrow it down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this was against Florida State in one of the worst football games I've ever watched.
2: Oh, that was like the 2012. Uh, I believe wasn't?
0: 20. I believe this was 2011. Yeah uh, uh. yeah, I believe this is 2011 when John Brantley fires back like confident. it was a confident throw into quadruple <laughs> coverage. I think it started out triple, and then um, like a lineman wanders back there or something. Like there's four guys around the ball, and he threw it confidently. John Brantley, you're, you're probably the second worst athlete I've ever seen on a football field.
1: Who's mm. the worst?
0: Uh, it's probably Jeff Driscoll.
1: Wow, yeah, you, I was gonna say John Kettner.
0: <laughs> I think you mean future NFL Hall of Famer John Kettner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just both ghastly. Just I know you were in bad situations, but man, in context, you were both absolutely horrible.
2: Jason, um, I don't know exactly which one it was, but it was probably Kurt Kitner in the NFL. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I'm, I'm convinced I can throw a football farther than him.
1: You had so many options. Well, like, I probably can't, but I, I thought you might go Doug Johnson here. There's
2: there's a litany, <laughs> many many.
0: I although it's really Chris Redman. I know it's not athletically inept, but who was the quarterback from UConn who, playing for the Lions, stepped out of the end zone <laughs> <laughs> on you know, and, like um, he, on a drop on a simple drop back. And got assisting. Dan, Dan
1: Orlovsky.
0: Yes, Dan Orlovsky yeah, just
1: Dan Orlovsky.
0: walking out of the back
1: of the and end. And not and let's be clear, not like, oh, the heel of his foot nope. went out of bounds. Like he took three solid steps.
2: He was running on the back of the end zone like it was a power pad. I <laughs> know he, uh, he was he traveled with the Wait, ball I out can, of the end zone. I
1: get I get a speed bonus if I'm here, right? Is
0: that right? Is
1: this not like Sonic? Uh
0: that's uh Jason, your actual question for the night.
2: Uh, let's see. Um, 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 how about this comes to us from Matt Berry on Twitter, Matt MattBerry05. Which Sunbelt program had the best fax cam for signing day? Uh, I thought this was what Georgia State was trying to do the other day when they shut down traffic downtown so bad that Google Maps was showing uh, the, the interstates in Atlanta in black which I didn't even know was possible. Is that like end of days? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was because Georgia State put up some goofy art students were putting up cameras along the side of the interstate as a, you know, whatever art thing. Because that's the thing you do. You you duct duct tape (laughs) weird packages to the side of the interstate and then call it art. Ha ha ha. (laughs) We're college students doing art. Um, So I'm going to say probably Georgia State. Because uh, whatever it is, it'll it'll be a total catastrophe, and those are always entertaining. Just where they <laughs> just where they put a big zombie head over the map. I, just... I, I yeah, just don't. They just put an X. Just
1: I want there to be one fax cam where somebody thinks they bought a fax, like a combination copier printer fax machine, but it's just a copier.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so they signed So they signed some kid named like uh, Mason Forrester twenty five times. <laughs> got a whole class full of Mason Forrester. Let me tell we you, we are loaded class. up on cornerbacks this oh, year.
1: Oh, another signing of Test Page. Some, of, <laughs> some
0: some of these Test Pages
2: are going to have to grow into different roles. And then coach has to get up and defend it. Well, we felt it was important to fortify our uh, defensive secondary. yeah, <laughs> yeah. twenty six safeties.
1: safeties. Text page has all the colors you're looking for on a page.
0: My son's trigonometry homework mistakenly slipped in there by my son at 6:15 a.m. I think he could do a lot for us. (coughs) He's uh, got a tangent. He's got a cosine. (laughs)
2: Yeah, whatever those are, we got
0: a bunch of them. (laughs) We got a bunch of them. We got. Listen, we're attacking this. We want to attack our program from the right angles, and trigonometry homework can definitely help us do that.
1: Hashtag approach the asymptote. Yeah.
0: Future Columbia head coach, Ryan Nanny. (laughs) Academically prestigious. The last question that I have for each of you is, tomorrow, if you were to pick a reveal, a signing reveal, what would you like to see? We have seen dogs. We have seen alligators. We have seen, um, seen head fakes. We have seen all sorts of chicanery in terms of unveiling your actual choice. And I'm for all of it. On the record, by the way. Uh, what would you like to see?
1: Ooh. Uh, I sort of alluded to this on Twitter, but everybody sticks to the animals for schools that have an animal mascot. I would like those who commit to non-animal mascots to embrace that in some way. Like if you commit to Tulane, maybe have a dump truck dump a bunch of green water into your school's auditorium.
2: <laughs> or like if you commit to Yukon maybe you have a dump truck That's it just a dump truck. Just a dump truck. Yeah, just point at
0: it. Yo. <laughs> right there. Get <Can't> you see? <laughs> I would like for someone deciding between Clemson and LSU to simply say the Tigers and unveil a tiger. And not yeah, yeah. It's,
2: down, it's down to Auburn, Mizzou, LSU, and Clemson. <laughs> I, choose,
0: baby tiger. I be choose the Tiger.
2: I choose Judge. I choose the Tiger. And then I'm pick play- up, pick up I'm a stuffed p- Tiger. Walk I'm, out.
1: I'm playing baseball for Detroit.
2: You've got to do the the Bible thing where you say, "I'll cut this Tiger in half, and everyone can have half of the Tiger." And then, you know, Dabo's like, oh, no, don't do that. Unless Miles, that, that means he wins. He <laughs> L- and, L-
1: and LSU fans are like, oh, we can, we can roast half a tiger. We yeah, cut that a tiger in half. Either that.
2: Either cut that. That tiger in half. We'll throw that tiger in a pot. <laughs> mm, that's a tasty. That, that tiger. That's good. Eating right
0: now. Uh I would also love for somebody to declare to Notre Dame by immediately getting in a fist fight with the first
2: person of white descent they could find. <laughs> like, they, they, yeah, they commit to Notre Dame. That means you like, lose like, seven inches of height.
0: <laughs> Just immediately like, begin like Marcus of, of Queensberry fighting rules, like hold your hold your fists up in uppercut position and begin pummeling each other. And yeah,
1: you
2: somehow get like blurry visually. <laughs>
1: He put on two plain sweatshirts. <laughs> he's, he's, how is he fighting in a lithograph? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he sepia toned? It's a woodcut.
0: <laughs> uh, Jason, do you have any other preferred methods of the unveil?
2: Um, wow. Well, we've seen we have seen this where recruit commits while sporting rival tattoos, rivals uh, logo tattooed on his body. Like you can see it. While he's committing to Alabama, you can see the Auburn tattoo. Yeah. But we knew about the Auburn tattoo ahead of time. So what if you commit while unveiling the rival logo tattoo? What
1: what if you commit on campus? What if you go to Clemson and announce you're committing to South Carolina? Well, you could... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that,
2: that, that's sort of been done. I it was I think it was Jeremy Liggins committed to LSU like in a Oxford hotspot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. yeah.
0: There
2: is there's the was like it a sports um,
0: bar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think was it uh Randall L who committed while at rival's, like he, he did the same thing, like committed in the middle of, of his own school's hotspot to the rival.
1: I'm here at the Purdue bookstore. <laughs>
2: I don't know what I don't know what the hotspot would be.
1: I'm here in uh, West
2: Lafayette. I'm here in a coal mine.
0: That's yeah, go go to a West Virginia coal mine and declare for pit. See if you get out of that mine alive.
1: Oh, see, I told you he wasn't a five star. Ain't no more.
0: Shut the lights off. Let him freeze.